All right. Well, welcome to the Tapeworms podcast, uh, the top religious uh, world history gardening podcast <laughs> in all of Los Angeles and potentially the whole United States. Um, today, we have a guest, Freddie Soltero. Hi. Happy to be here. Uh, an artist of the mind <laughs> is what we call him. We <laughs> like artist to invite artists sciences. all the time. Because it's... it's uh, Psychology is, is it a science? Or Psychology is, it a, is an, an art. art and a science. Oh, that's the beauty of it. That's the twist. We weren't prepared for that. Wow. <laughs> um, we also got Ramon. He's uh, just getting ready for the on. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm yeah. Tony Tapeworm, and this is the Tapeworms no. podcast. Caesar. Ramon, I got a meme for you, dude. And we have Ramon in the room now, in the stud. Oh, God. <laughs> What's up, Ramon? How's, how's it going? It's all good, man. We got to show this, Mike. It's all very good, you know, just joining. We've got a great episode for you. Uh, we're going to talk about the Coachella lineup, right? Yeah, Coachella Reaction podcast. So and, uh, Before wow. you uh, dip, because you're anti-popular culture, um, we have a lot of differing views here in this studio right now about Coachella. So Ramon hates Coachella. Hey, yeah, don't don't say it. Yeah, let him <laughs> let him speak for himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's not arguing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, stick around and this is the Tapeworms podcast. Before we get into it, Caesar, <laughs> you're you're interested in the the space force, is it? Oh yeah, I want to join the space force. You want to be Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, is that <laughs> they they if you go on the the Air Force website, they uh, officially posted up different careers you can have in the space force, and um, I just want to be a part of history. I'm telling you, man, you got to just, just join the Coast Guard, man. Keep uh, spring break safe from any Iranians trying to know, ruin yeah, it for yeah. It's crazy what's going on in, in the Middle East right now. I feel like we said, said that 15 years ago, and we're saying it again. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just pray that. I, I feel like our generation is just growing into it to now. Like, I mean, you see all these memes coming out for like World <laughs> yeah. War III. Oh, God, yeah. I feel like us growing into it is kind of just like it's almost become a joke to us now, you know? Yeah, for real. It is it is almost comical of, of our immediate reaction is to make, make jokes memes. and memes. Make and memes. Make memes. Well, <laughs> yeah, make memes. I was... I was looking online too. It's weird how like there's like posts on Reddit where there's actually people from Iran and from no. the U.S. that like who are actually talking. It's like we're scared. We're gonna we're scared for our lives. Oh yeah, in the U.S. I'm scared of our lives too. But re- but in reality, come on, like it's who's so scared for our life here? See, yeah. From what you just said, I think that's super cool too. Cause I was on Instagram, and uh, on my Explorer, I saw some post of uh, just a bunch of people I think in Iran burning the U.S. flag, and then in the comment section. There was a bunch of like people from Iran and like people from America just talking and and that's like so crazy. That's like yeah. probably the first time in yeah, the in the whole history of the world where you have like just mm-hmm. people talking and they're like, oh yeah, but we're yeah. also. Like, I mean, we still have a dialogue going. That's yeah. what's. I mean, it may not be an yeah. intergovernmental dialogue, but I mean, I think it's. I think it's, it's yeah, diplomacy is more less about the leaders and more about the people having to create their own dialogue with the governments yeah. we mm-hmm. have in place now. Yeah, we just are able to have a little bit more communication and transparency in the process through you know uh, social media which was n- was not in existence in previous battles so yeah. it's uh it's interesting and and Ramon what's your take on this um it's interesting cuz i kind of don't have an opinion about it <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 Are you being sassy right now? No, no, no. All right, so, and I kind of, all right, so there's this sort of tactic that I guess um, that's kind of like a warfare tactic where Mm -hmm. the sides kind of to manipulate people or whatever, they kind of, they... It's like hearts and minds. They numb us down, right, to all this sort of shit. And I feel that that's kind of kicking in for me. I'm kind of like, all these memes are coming out, right? And I'm like kind of laughing over here and shit but it's like a serious topic and i was like whoa it's so kind of it's kind of weird like they, that dichotomy is like gnarly yeah know. we're growing some apathy to it it sounds like 
right? Just becoming apathetic. Well, to is, yeah. it, is it apathy or a coping mechanism? I have well, no idea. Maybe it's some you know, sort this of is brainwashing. A great, I'm glad you asked, Caesar, because this is a great uh, time to exercise my knowledge of psychology. Your, and say your, your artistic, artistic techniques? Artistic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If, it, if, if you have anxiety around it and you laugh it off through memes, I would say it's a coping mechanism. But if you just have no understanding of it or you just become so weary of it, I think it's a little more of apathy of mm-hmm. like, you know what? We, we've been in there for most of our lifetimes, yeah. if not all of it. To this point where it's just like, what else is new? You kind of just, yeah. it's yeah. just like, it's just like saying the sky is blue. We've been, we've been in the Middle East forever. Right. Now. And, and when, especially through like something like a meme <laughs> where it's, where you're laughing about it, it's, you lose the sense of, of critical thinking. Yeah. You lose like, oh, since it's a joke, it has to be the underlying thing. Oh, it has to be true. It's, it, you laugh, you lose the sense of, of really like thinking behind what came into this. You know, at first glance, it's not like a, it's not like a, a news article or something like that where you can actually analyze the text and really think hard about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just another thing that comes into play in this this new strange decade we've yeah. begun. Yeah. So January. space force. <laughs> yeah. I, space I, force. I think if if I had to to if there was like a draft and I had the I don't know what happens in a draft I've never been in one but. If they give you the option, like they step you, you get in a room, and they're like, the "All right, military yeah. combine." They're <laughs> like, "All right, some routes. <laughs> you, know, you have Air Force, you have Coast Guard. Uh, choose one." And I'm like, "Space Force." <laughs> That's what I'll do. That's just man. That just sounds cool. Your dreams of being Buzz Lightyear yeah. can come true. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like some Star Trek or uh, some some very sci-fi. One of my biggest fears too, like my Twilight Zone moment is. I feel like if ever, like in the next 50 years, you know, the world just goes to shit and like there's no taking anything back. I feel like Elon Musk, all those people who have access to rockets and stuff, they're just going to be like, all right, well, peace out. We've been planning for this for like the last 50 years. Got a blast. Got a blast. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to Mars now. We're going wherever we we prepared for this. We knew 50 years ago that this there was no saving this planet. And if I'm in the Space Force, (laughs) I'm I'm one of those people that could just take off, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I got my rocket. Good point. Yeah, um, all so the more reason. I'll be ready. Someone's I mean, gonna be listening to this fifty years from now, and Caesar's gonna be the secretary of the space force. <laughs> it's strange though. What? What will they find? Like rockets coming from like satellite rockets, or like what's their? I th- I think uh, the majority. I since like so much of the world's connection and all of our like infrastructure now, since most things are digital relies on satellites yeah, yeah. we need uh, a dedicated oh yeah you military could, you could take branch. out someone's lte just yeah like you could like yeah that. destroy all of china by just well that's for some reason the uh, the idea of like you going into space and like in star wars where they have those lasers yeah, and yeah. Just, like, <laughs> no, it's mostly you're just going to be chilling on a base probably just doing satellite work well that's what's so interesting like the fact that we created a sixth branch of the military for this is that the un has a treaty against the militarization of space where all members of the un have agreed to it so the Mm. fact that you know the fact that we're trying to create a military branch devoted just to space warfare and in terms of space warfare maybe it's not like shooting up a few troops up in there and having the space wars battle it's more like uh, anti-satellite versus anti versus satellite. Right, you have right. anti-satellite weapons, lasers that can just disintegrate satellite systems. <sighs> yeah, and it's crazy too because if you know when when like a lot of Europeans and stuff started coming to America, you know you're you were there first. Uh, what is it? Quotations? I'm doing quotation things. Like if you're yeah. there first. <laughs> You own it, you know. Yeah. And and I don't know of how the world thinks. I wish if, it was if like, like the that. U.S. <laughs> is saying like, all right, we're going to space first. Uh, we own space. I don't know if that's a thing. Tell that to the Native Americans, right? No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's just <laughs> in terms of of might, Ouch. though. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. If we have like a military force that develops an infrastructure and stuff up there, we mm-hmm. we were there first, whether you like it or not. Because if you think we're not there first, well, we have like a fucking. A satellite that'll blast you out of space. Dude, I'm just waiting until they find oil on the moon, and then we're already there, man. <laughs> Planet oil. Yeah, so speaking of planetary exhibitions and, and worldly uh, events, the Coachella lineup was just announced. Dude, my mind was blown. 
I mean, I had, I had, I saw rumors about Frank Ocean. Like, I don't know if any listeners were at Flog now, but I was one of those people that was very disappointed to not see uh, Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into yeah. that. Yeah. It's, so, so yes, Coachella Music Festival is held in Indio, California. You might, might know it for its ventures in, in fashion and in art and music. It's uh, in the desert there, and it's something that hundreds of thousands of music goers flock to each year held in April, two weekends. And uh, Freddie, you were there last year. Last year. Yeah. So you're fr- you, this is why you, we had you come on, because you can ha- sort of have a uh, fresh mind. I went in 2016, and uh, that was fun too. But Cesar, what's your take on Coachella just before we get into the lineup and Ramon? Uh, I've never been. I don't think I have anything against it. Um, I know there's a lot of people that think a bunch of like uh, basic people go or just there's there's definitely like people talk smack about people who go a lot. And then there's just people who are all about it. I think I'm just kind of indifferent. Um, I've thought about going a couple times, but then whenever it comes down to buying the ticket, I'm just not down to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think I would go if I got free tickets somehow. Yeah. I just I just yeah. I don't see myself paying that much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like I'd get tired and hot. I absolutely feel the same way. Like, um, I look at the lineups and I'm just like, "Fuck, I don't want to pay like 400 bucks for just to see like eight bands, dude. Like, that's just too damn much." Um, and same goes for this lineup. Like, freaking Rage Against the Machine is making a comeback and they're playing that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it worth paying that much money to go see them? I don't know, man. Yeah, the thing about these. Is it the these... whole same lineup? Huh? Is it the whole like Rage Against Machine? Yeah, it's like, the, the original original yeah. guys. Oh, that's pretty cool. Tom Morello, yeah. Zach so, De La Rocha. So we can go through here. The first day, Friday, headlining Rage Against the Machine. I have it. Ri- I wrote them all down. Mm. Rage Against the Machine is the headlining Friday. That's big, right? Yeah, that's yeah. huge. I mean, they're one it's, of the mainstays. It's of funny, man, because like they were one of the headliners at the first Coachella back in '99. So it's yeah, it's kind I'm of surprised funny that people full care, because I feel like. Not too many people in, for what's popular right now. I feel like not too many people are listening to Rage Against the Machine. Well, Absolutely. Tom Morello's been making coming, yeah, Axis and then Prophets of Rage is coming back too. Mm. So yeah. that's kind of what I feel is reviving them. Was he? He was an audio slave, right? Yeah, yeah. he was an audio I slave like audio with slave. Uh, Chris Cornell. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm surprised that people are excited about that because I feel like it's yeah. it's it'll just be all the old heads excited, not really Dude, a no, lot of the, all the kids, kids that are Guitar already Guitar Hero Three. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Freddie, you saw Tom Morello like. Yeah, I saw Tom Morello last year at a, of all places, man, uh, a fucking Jersey Mike's in Marina Del Rey. He, was he lives here out with there? This kid, huh? He, he lives out there? I don't know if he lives around here, but he was with his kids, and I recognized his voice, and I, you know, very politely went up to him because he's with family. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm surprised you're so young. You know who I am. I was like, just grew up with an old mindset, I guess. Damn, <laughs> yeah. that hurt. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. said something else. Yeah. No, man, no. <laughs> I guess I'm a dice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I just I was like, no, man, I've always really appreciated your music and you're kind of a pioneer in what you can do with the guitar. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone can make a pedal work the way he did. Yeah. Totally. Shots fired, Ramon. <laughs> I, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> do that. So also Friday, Rage Against Me Machine is going, but Calvin Harris is the other headliner. Ah. See, who's that? I don't and know that is. EDM. Yeah, we're He's indie EDM. rock boys. Yeah, I know we're EDM, but I have a story because... Freddie and I saw Calvin Harris already. In Vegas? In Vegas. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a story and a half. What, what, was, happened, the, yeah. what was the club? It was uh, called Om- Omnia. Omnia. Omnia, yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. All yeah. suited up and everything, man. Yeah, that was... Uh, so it's like a lot of these people who we've seen already, it's like, would I see them again? I don't know. But, I mean, it's cool because Coachella, some people say that it's like... Just, like, the music is secondary, and yeah. really the whole vibe, the whole atmosphere is the major player, and that's sort of what attracts most people. But, I don't know, I, 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 I'd I say, like, music question. is more important. And for, for the both of you who have actually gone. Yeah. Is, because um, if I'm going to pay $400, I'd, I'd wa- I, I wouldn't actually be... Th- that that pissed off if the music is secondary like is there other stuff to do there is it like there's like an amusement park there's yeah. a lot of art installments yeah. there man it's okay. pretty yeah. dope it's have, oh, have you ever me. been to a music festival like this this one's kind of like the granddaddy of them all like this one has 
Lollapalooza and all that, too. Yeah, yeah there, this one has a huge dome where you can, like, there's so many other things that if you don't like any of the bands or any of the music, you can go to see, there's a Ferris wheel you can do, there's just all these art installations. That skyscraper art installation, I forget what it's called. Yeah, there's like, so many different things. There's really good food. Um, I mean, when I went, I camped out, so I was like, I didn't have to pay for a hotel or lodging, and I just camped out. Camping is free? Camping is like you get five bucks. Yeah, super cheap, and you park just outside the gate, uh, the front gate. So, it, that was that was fun, and you can meet your neighbors. Which can you shower? Yeah, they yeah. have showers there too. Yeah, oh, so cool. yeah, it's cool. I I don't know if I'd do it again necessarily, but it was how a, how far is the lodging if you were to stay like somewhere? So you can stay in the. I mean, there's hotels, you know, in the city over, but it's not like walkable. Yeah, Coachella's in the middle of nowhere, right? Like. Kind of the 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 Indio. fairgrounds. It's it's not in the middle of where like it's a, uh, it's in a you know deserty city. It's not like in the absolute like in the in the nature forest it's not like the boonies, it's yeah. technically it's a the thing is that the grounds is a polo ground. So it's like where they you know play mm. polo with horses, horses and all that. So that's the main. That's what they do when it you know the other times of the year, but. Um, Lodging is it's accessible. It just will cost you a little bit more and ride sharing and all that too. So, you know what right. I found interesting about this lineup is that the first day is very rock heavy, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got Rex Orange County too, Chicago Batman, Code Orange. That they're a hardcore band. Mm-hmm. All that shit. The um, Chats, Smoko. Okay, <laughs> so it ma- it makes sense that Rage would play that day. But why are they playing this show? Aren't they like super against exploitation and all this shit, right? That's the whole and wrinkle Co- to it. And and Coachella's like it's kind of known for that, right? There was wasn't there like drama the CEO about it? The or the founder apparently uh supports Trump or is supports anti LGBT, something like that. I, I've never really looked into it. I've seen yeah. a lot of claims of it. Yeah. Oh Pup is playing. Yeah, Pup is playing. Mm. Um so yeah, I'm, and I'm just thinking about like, oh shit, um, are they are they cool with all this? I, I have a feeling that. money talks. I have a feeling Rage might have something planned because they, you know, their shows always get very political. Absolutely, I mean they do. Zach Del Roche was They're a Trojan horse in Coachella. Yeah, he's gonna go in there. Plus, make America rage yeah. hat. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So Friday, the rock heavy. So if you're going for one day and and like rock, I mean, most people. Up for the whole weekend, I think. But you kind of yeah, walked yeah. in for the whole weekend. How long does it take to drive from like LA? Um, not long. Maybe no, like an hour, hour and a half, half two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight like, shot on the ten. Yeah, it's like it's like past Riverside, right? Yeah. Nah, before Riverside. Before? Yeah. before? Yeah, Palm it's Spring. not far no. at all. No, it's no, it's, it's after Riverside. Or it's it's like southeast a little bit. Right? Bust the map out. Bust the map. But it's, it's, it's around that it's, area. It's passing Palm Springs, yeah. so... Yeah, Palm Springs. It's just, it's surprisingly not a... It's a The drive is closer than you'd think. Yeah. Expected and they say Americans don't know geography. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> yeah, don't even need Apple yeah, Maps Riverside, Coachella. <laughs> Riverside, <laughs> We Indio. can't even find Coachella, right? Yeah, and it's a, yeah, it's a good good lineup for Sat Friday. Uh, Chicano Batman, I saw them at Tropicalia. They almost, they basically headlined, and here they're like third or fourth. They're or secondaries. Th- yeah, like third or fourth. So that just shows the magnitude of the lineup or the acts they've got. Um, yeah, any other Friday standouts before we move uh, to Saturday? I need to take a look at it. Does someone have it open? Um, I didn't notice anyone. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They're on Friday too? Yeah, they're on Friday. I don't really know, and I feel like uh, I should listen to more music. <laughs> I don't really know anyone. Well, you, you have a wide array. You listen to a lot of. Uh, a lot of Brazilian, world music. Yeah, world music. So. <laughs> I mean, there's. Try to look. I listen to, to Mongolian oh, throat they have, singing. They have Hatsune Miku. You. That's the person you were showing me that one time, right? Maybe. That yeah, one. Exactly. That one. Uh, digital pop star thing. I think so. Yeah. That's like animated. Oh yeah. yeah I don't know cool. about you guys, but I mean, bad, what is it? Was it Hot Girl Summer Man? City Girls are gonna be playing there on Friday night. <laughs> City Girls. Yeah. Hot, they did Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, well, no, that was Megan The Stallion. Who yeah, was, Megan. What, what did City Girls do? They did another song that was like an know. Instagram anthem for a while. I'm not sure. YBN Corday. I mean, I know you guys are more indie focused, but YBN Corday is an up and coming rapper too. Cool. I saw him at the Pac show last weekend. We we got to create uh, the Tapeworms Coachella challenge. 
the tapeworms challenge <laughs> where instead of going to Coachella, you go to as many small shows that amounts to one Coachella ticket. Uh, I don't know if I I can agree with that take, but that's the tapeworms challenge. Well, okay. Well, if that's a challenge, like what you mean, like to the price of a resale Coachella ticket, or uh, or up just front? a base value. How much? How much? Three hundred dollars. Yeah. Four hundred. That'll that'll get you like thirty shows. Yeah. Maybe. It depends what you're going to. I mean, you can go to like four shows. Like some some shows. Well, I mean, you could like go, or you could go to a DIY show. For yeah, free. I'm talking like yeah, there's D, a lot like of small small shows, shows that are like five dollars tickets. Yeah, and stuff. I mean, that's the tapeworms like challenge, that, right? What's that? <laughs> what's what's you go to sixty shows at the smell for five dollars? We should do it. Even if you guys go to Coachella, we should try to do that. Caesar and Ramon spend three hundred dollars this in 2020 on oh. just DIY oh, shows. Oh, the whole year? Yeah. yeah, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that. But if but then you got to commit all that other time and spread it out to like. If you go to what sixty shows, that's like one a weekend. Why not spread, compress it all into one weekend? Yeah, for the same price. You're gonna see the same amount of time for the artists, and you're already locked in one area. At Coachella. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. In general. No, I'm saying. I, I guess my whole thing is just to support like just the local. Yeah, indie scene. I, yeah, I, yeah, that's what it's overall, about. Overall, support your local indie bands, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, all these bands are great and all, but at the end of the day. All right, me and yeah. Ramon are doing the tapeworms challenge. We're locked in. All right, right. tapeworms 2020. challenge twenty twenty. We're spending as much money on indie rock shows as we would have spent going to Coachella. <laughs> Got it. Still La reta trying. de los tapeworms. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So Saturday, good old Saturday headlining is the boy La Flame, Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Who uh, I'm a big fan of. I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but I, I, I'm I, excited. I saw, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I saw him actually at the Coachella I went to. He wasn't headlining. He was like maybe second or third tier, second or third line. And I got really close. He was playing on the, not the main stage, but the one, right? Outdoor uh, stage, I think it's called. Is it outdoor or is it Yuma? I've, no, outdoor, outdoor. And uh, I got really close, and that was really fun. And I, I'd see him again at... at uh, at the, you know, headlining. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, we also have Tom York from Radiohead. Oh, wow. Which is, you know, it's a, it's a good, you were saying rock heavy Friday, but I mean. What, what's, uh, what's his solo act? What does he do? I've never listened to Radiohead. He's a mime? I've never listened a, to Radiohead? You're not uh, a doomer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to put you on. I'm man. not that depressed. Yeah. I mean, well, Radiohead's that, good, man. Like, I like Yeah, Radiohead's, it's, so, it's nice And Rainbows was probably... I'd say that's that okay computer. It's just it's just, ol- it's just wholesome music. Yeah, it's just doomer music, man. It's, it's really nice. <laughs> it's really pretty. Yeah, if you've never listened to Radiohead, uh, just go on their top songs. You know, like, I I just can't get into it. It's too, it's too world music, world <laughs> genre. Uh, well, Caesar has something to say about that. <laughs> I, I don't really like that. It's like it reminds me of like well, not to talk shit because I actually like um, you, you like know, a lot of Japanese Simon, rock, Simon and Garfunkel type shit, but. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Oh, Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the band has they really get, good music, yeah. and I just, I just, uh, it's, it's not my cup of tea. And that uh-huh. doesn't mean like we don't like the music. It's just, yeah. it's not what yeah. I'm craving at yeah. this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I'm like yeah. thirty, I don't know. <laughs> when your taste is a little more refined. When you're twelve. So also we have Twenty One Savage. Oh, dude, I'm excited for that yeah, one. Yeah, Twenty One Savage. Saw him at Flognall. Cool. He's a he's a savage. <laughs> yeah, the baby. Which uh, the didn't baby. he just get on jail and get in jail? Or yeah, something? man. He beat up a guy who he did a club show and he beat up the promoter because he spot he kept him a hundred k short. Damn. Oh, damn. Funny story, man. The bail the bail was set to two fifty. He uh, told the judge, "I got that in my hotel room. Like I'll pay it right now." And the judge didn't grant him bail. Jeez. Oh. But excited to see him too. Yeah. You, you guys like snail mail, right? Oh, yeah, I was, yeah, I was getting yeah. to that. I was Come getting on. to that. I was <laughs> getting to that. Yeah. yeah they got Beach Goons, too. Yeah. yeah. Beach Summer, Goons? Summer Walker. She's oh, cool. Oh, she's dope. Uh, Jeji. Joji. Oh, yo, yo, I have Yeji and Joji. Oh, okay. Right? Just written down next to each other. But Joji, he's the dude who was on YouTube, and now he makes, like, chill hip-hop sort of to study, too, but... Also raps over Low it. No, he's not even rap. He like sings like <laughs> he like sad boy sings over it. Sway Lee, but Wait, no Ray Shremmer. Back to Joji. Is he kind of? I know people have been saying like he should do. A, is he kind of like Kuko? 
Like I, I, I see of, him, yeah, I like, see his name mentioned a lot with Kuko because I kind of yeah. People keep of. saying they should do a track together. Him and Claro. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of in the same vein of like bedroom pop, but yeah. uh, he has like a. I think he's with uh, like Rich Brian, sort of. Rich that. Brian was gonna be there Friday. Oh, I didn't read. Yeah, I, I didn't write that down. Um, I've only wrote down the. Well, anyway. Anyways. Uh, Sway Lee, but no Ray Shremmer. So are they split uh-huh. up or something? I don't know. Yeji, Carly Rae Jepsen. Who that? I just met you. I've heard of the name. This is crazy. So here's my number. She's still relevant? She actually, after that song, she came out with an album and I guess another one, if she's playing this, that's pretty good. I like it's... (laughs) <laughs> it's not like it's not like straight up pop like sugary pop. It's actually like has some re- refined to it. It's actually a well crafted album to me, um, kind of like indie sounding but good songwriting too, and not just like sugary sweet. I'll check it out. Not like that bubblegum pop. Yeah, yeah. It okay. has some. It has some, you know, human to it. I would go check her out in concert, but I'm doing the tapeworm challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, what Cesar was saying, snail mail, who I love. A lot. Uh, Gatos loves her too. You like her, Ramon? I like her. I dig yeah. her sound. Yeah, that good old rock, indie rock. She's got a nice voice. Some would say that perhaps it's a kind of generic indie rock sounding. Snail mail? Yeah, but I, th- I, I, I understand. it hits a it hits a chord with me. If it's the sound you like, then I don't care if it's generic, you know. Mhm. Yeah. It's about the music. Well, it's about how it makes me feel. Yeah. Steve Lacey. Oh, Wise Blood, who Freddie well, has yeah. saw. Excited to see her at Coachella. Yeah, she's great. 100 Gex, they're pretty hardcore. They're getting popular. Um, Biba Doobie, who Bee. Ramon and I... Yeah, uh, we kind of bonded over that. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I just showed <laughs> I like Caesar, her too now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just showed Caesar the other day, and she's a little Brit from across the pond making little rock music. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she just toured the U.S. like last like month or two, and so we didn't catch her there. But I mean, you'll hear at the end if we're gonna go. I mean, I'm I'm gonna reveal if I'll get my ticket or something. In a way of Girl in Red, I really like Girl in Red. She's a bedroom pop artist from Norway, and I love her sound. So. I'm excited to see her if I go. Who is that again? Girl in Red. Girl in Red. Art. She has a song called Summer Depression. I've probably played it around you guys. Yeah. Summer Depression. No one's going to listen to it now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, now let's get to Sunday. Oh, I, forgot. I, I just noticed Kuko's playing too. Oh, well, there you go. Speaking of Kuko, I didn't, I didn't realize he was on the... Yeah, because it's on, funny. He's on Saturday? Is that Chicano rep? He's, you never listen to Kuko? It's I funny. saw him actually. I saw him in Berkeley. It's funny because last year when Claro did Coachella, she brought out Kuko. So, what, what is it? What kind of music? Kuko. He's kind of. How would you describe it, bro? He's like he's, he's a he's Spanish Chicano. Chicano. It's, pop. it's not Chicano rap. It's kind of like it's like a bedroom pop, but he's rapping over like it beats. He raps so in like, English and he's Spanish. A, he's a Chicano. So like Lil Rob. Yeah, sad boy. Today? No, no, not, not <laughs> Lil Rob, bro. Thinking he's talking of about you summer nights. You ever heard that song alone. Drown? He did with Claro. I don't know who Claro is. Um, Damn, yeah, bro. And I know how to swim. Well, he's from Hawthorne, dude. So he's a local cat. He is yeah. Hawthorne. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'll check him out too. See, I'm learning right now. Yeah, Learning is, you don't even need to go to other, just yeah. learn, just look at the line. Just watch the live stream, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just watch the live stream. Yeah, that's the whole thing. There's a live stream, which is really high quality. It's like almost like watching a movie or the something. The comfort of your home. Yeah. yeah I know, just get super exactly. trash with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you totally can. We did that. With that in the background. We did that art software. How much, do you have to pay for the live stream? No, no it's free. free. It's on YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. I, I, I think I am going to tune in just to see the Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I'm so, 100%. Yeah. See, see me headbanging. Yeah. Just join the mosh. Oh, okay. I'm going to see you getting kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's big Sunday. Sunday. Big Sunday, the Lord's Day. We got my favorite artist, one of my favorite artists, Frank Ocean. It's crazy son of a bitch. Coachella management really did it, man. Yeah. They really did it. Yeah, well, he he just signed to a new distribution deal to like he. So does this mean a new album's coming out? So why that's was it what so the, difficult that's for what them the to get? Him? Was it like contract issues? Is he just not interested? Frank Ocean just I've heard he just 
he has some anxiety, I guess, over performing with large crowds. Because the last time he performed in a festival or like even a show was uh, FYF's 2016. Damn, I thought and he had a show after that. He, I don't remember. In New York or something. Like he had a few shows after FYF. I think. Yeah. yeah. A more small time though. There were also festivals. Time. There were also festivals, but I like, thought he was at Governor's Ball. Yeah, that Governor's year. Ball. He was too. at Gov Ball. Yeah, in New York. So Lollapalooza. So yeah. it's more personal, not contract stuff. Yeah, it's just because he's been doing a lot. Of, he's opened up a new club, so he was doing performing like the new songs he's been dropping mm. there. Yeah, Frank Ocean's dropped a couple songs at the end of the year last year. I mean, for me, Blonde. I still listen to Blonde front to back. Oh uh, man, pretty. Like pretty semi-frequently. So, um, Frank Ocean's one of those artists that resonates with a lot of people and that pe- people aren't only a fan of him, they will ride or die for him. And obviously you saw that at Flogna with people yeah. booing off Drake because they didn't get to see Frank, Frank. Ocean. So now for all those who didn't get to see them, they can just show out a few hundred more dollars for (laughs) the Coachella ticket and see them then. That alone, see, I would pay like $100 at least to see I'm going to be honest, Frank Ocean is driving my... Is driving my reasoning behind a buy, behind buying a Coachella ticket because I mean yeah. when are you gonna see Frank Ocean again, man? Like you say that now, but then he's gonna announce tour dates like right <laughs> yeah, after right, his performance. Dude, I wish. Yeah, yeah, and who knows? Did he know. do a tour for any of his last two albums? No, he doesn't really tour. That's the yeah. thing. He's he's pretty uh, what's the word reclusive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Frank Ocean, that's near and dear to my heart, and that might lead to. A, considered purchase yeah. so also sunday kind of rap heavy kind of uh i mean there's a oh there's a mix every day lil uzi vert yeah <laughs> yeah lil uzi is one of my favorites he's, he's cool i saw him in in santa cruz a few years back and uh he's one of my he's he's got an energy to him even what's, though he's kind of uh, his most popular song oh my exo tour life exo tour life yeah Oh, yeah, he's pretty popular, even I yeah. know that. Uh, FKA Twigs, very elegant. Louis the Child, I think. Louis the Child. Didn't we see yeah, him? Yeah, we saw him for something. We saw him before, like, when he was just on the come up. Like, was, it's, it's no, funny. wasn't it he had an LMU thing? Yeah, no, that was uh, Wheat, Whedon. Wheaton. That was T.I. Wheaton? Or T-Pain. I swear, no, I swear, Louis the Child. Louis the Child? No, we went to a show when we were at LMU. Okay. Cause, but this was, like, he was, like, before his come up. Okay. Like, he was still... Fat Boy Slim, you know. Oh Funk man, so throw bro, back to the nineties, man. <laughs> Funk so brother. Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. Oh, that's oh, that's him. Yeah, nice. he's playing. He's, he's probably gonna perform it, huh? Uh, maybe I don't. Of course, yeah. I feel like he can only perform that like five times, and then well, he has like he has a couple it. other songs. Otherwise, yeah. no one will. Care yeah, like, he plays that, and everyone dips. Mm-hmm. No, he has a couple other songs, and then. Honestly, this is one of my favorite artists of uh, for a long time. He was my he was my artist of the year in 2019. Sandy Alex G with uh, is performing on Sunday. I don't know anyone who likes him as much as I do, and I wish I knew more people who like him. Um, but yeah, he's one of my favorite artists. Is that who we saw at the airport? We saw Mac DeMarco uh, at the airport, and he he play he usually plays Coachella. He played it last year, right? Yeah, and the year before and the that. Year, and he he was there when I went there too. So no Coachella, no Coachella for Mac this year. What does Alex G play? He plays indie rock, but he's like one of those producers that he will write any song. Like he's pretty uh, genre. He's not bound genre by genre fluid. Genre fluid. Yeah, he <laughs> technically indie rock, but he has like electronic songs, classical songs, uh, really sad, creepy songs. He Sounds like, like us. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. It's kind of like us. I mean, I wish I, I I enjoy him, but I don't want I want us to be us and him to be him. I don't want to be like him. Um, I do. Okay, we got Doja Cat. Oh. And no name. Also on Sunday. Pretty cool. Doja. I just showed Caesar that the other day. And no name is a great rapper from Chicago. <laughs> Any anyone uh, you wish you saw on this? What? 
I mean, one thing I'm surprised about, it's second line, Banda MS. Banda what? MS is a... Uh, Huh? Yeah, Banda MS is gonna play. They're uh, to those of you guys who aren't familiar with the uh, Mexican music, they're this type of music called Banda Sinaloense, which is just about ten dudes with like you got bass drums, you got drums. It's just very loud Mexican music, and um, this has been a continuing trend. Last year it was Los Tucanes de oh, yeah. Tijuana. Something produce is coming here. They're a Norteño band, so it's four guys. And the year before that was uh, Los Angeles Azules, mm -hmm. uh, Cumbia. So it's become a trend for Coachella. They're throwing in, you know, what obviously, day? huh? What day? Sunday, second row. So you know, it's been a growing trend. Damn, they're, stealing, they're up there. They're stealing this shit from Tropicalia. Yeah. Yeah. Did they start doing all that shit. I mean, I feel like Coachella did last year with Los Tucanes, and then Tropicalia had Los Tigres and like all these big Mexican yeah, names. Yeah. I think. Uh, Tropicala doubled down on that. Like, yeah. They went full, like, a whole day is committed but, to I mean, that. That seems to be now. a growing trend with Coachella. Like, they've been adding, like, more Latino artists. Like, I remember Los Angeles Azules. Like, there was videos of Justin Bieber running to them, like, the year before last. <laughs> I was at Los Tucanes with my Tejana and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see Banda Mesa. It's just growing trend. You know, you got Cuco, more Latin artists showing up in the Coachella lineup. Yeah. That's it's, it's exciting. exciting. Yeah, for sure. Um, Back to this segment, uh, any disappointments or what would you gra grade? What would you give a grade on a scale of uh, A to F? An A. You give it an A? Yeah. Why, Ramon? Well, I mean, I give it an A because for what it's trying to achieve, it definitely accomplished that. Yeah. You know, get out, the uh, get, bring the crowd out, you know? Seriously. Yeah, it's really big names. Yeah. yeah, it's diverse, very diverse. So you're asking your grade personally or your grade for, like, their success? Your person, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm asking in, both. In I mean, regards to lineup. it could be both, yeah. Well, we gotta look at what type of event Coachella is, you know. Oh. Like for <laughs> me, it's gonna be an F because you know I like fucking black. <laughs> I like black metal <laughs> yeah. and shit, you know. But, yeah, no. But uh, considering that it's Coachella, yeah. I'm where's like, Death Heaven on the line? Yeah, right? I'm like, all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, for me personally, I, I I'd give it. An F just because it didn't get me. A, it didn't get me to buy a ticket. You know what I mean? Like just shitting on Coachella, yeah. man. I mean, if if, if if it was in a C, it's like I bought my ticket, but like it's like I'm just going because my friends want to go. If it's an A, it's I'm going and I'm excited as hell. But okay. it's, I didn't even buy a Fair ticket. Fair enough. So it's just you know. That's yeah. That's an objective. Tony so the veteran yeah. here. Man, it's weird. I I'd have to give it a. Oh, there's so many bands that I like on here. It's hard. It's hard. I, whew. I know if I were to go, I'd probably like it. I'll, I'll give it a A minus. I'm gonna give it the same thing. Just I went last year and like the lineup was good. It was my first time going, but compared to the lineup this year versus last year, like I have to give it an A. Only for Saturday. I think Saturday is a little weak. Travis Scott is the headliner. I know he's really popular, but. I just think they could have maybe gotten someone just a little bit bigger, maybe a. I mean, I, I feel know. like Travis Scott had a big, a pretty big year. He did, but. I mean, he closed out the decade pretty strong with Astro World and all that, so I think he's probably yeah. riding on the coattails of that. Honestly, I wish. Uh, I wish the only thing that would make it better for me would be like. Like Phoenix. Or like an, another old yeah. rock band. Rage Against the Machine would be dope. That's gonna be. Yeah, I just thought yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so fun. Yeah, I, I guess fun. the one person I'm kind of missing, it's kind of understandable because they were at Coachella for last year, Tame Impala. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I know they're doing a show at the Forum, but I mean, I got I was lucky enough to see them last year and they did a great show. They're never yeah. they never disappoint. Yeah, I saw them uh, a couple years ago too, and yeah, they're usually a they headline last year, so. But they also are coming out with a new, new album in yeah. February, which is surprising because you'd think... Take a they, break. Yeah, you'd think they'd play Coachella after, but they are playing club shows. So yeah, they, they, they have a big forum a show. fun question. Okay. And it's for the listeners, too, just a question they could ask themselves. Open-ended, okay. okay um, I like those. Let's say it's, it's a, you're, in a situ you're in a situation. You, know, you show up to Coachella, and you planned on buying ecstasy from someone. Oh man, I have a story. Not about buying, <laughs> not about buying, but okay. Okay, finish, yeah, I'll finish well, it. Let's, yeah. let's say you know you plan. They come through for you and your squad, but it turns out you all end up with just one dose individually for the whole weekend each, and and you're just you can't buy anymore for the. And rest you of the can weekend. only take it on one day. One, one day. Time. Which Ooh, day would okay, be the best okay. for you? 
Because there's some acts like Rage Against the Machine that I feel like you just enjoy that no matter what. You know, like, but for me, you know. But then you'd be using it early. He's like, yeah. oh, Friday, yeah. get my ecstasy. Uh, well, Flume, I, Flume is playing Saturday, so I would have to play. I would have to use it Saturday. <laughs> I, I feel like um, whatever day has the most EDM. That's yeah, if the you want to do ecstasy, do EDM, yeah. And yeah. especially at that one, what was it called Sahara Tent? Where that's the yeah. EDM one. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. That's where they do all the DJ sets. Yeah. I saw uh, last year I got to see. Uh, God, who was it? I forget his name, but he did. He was a it was a producer for YG. Uh huh. Why am I forgetting? It's not DJ Mustard. Was it DJ, DJ Mustard? Mustard? I might. Yeah. DJ. It was DJ Ketchum. But yeah. Yeah, we could go around with all the drugs like ecstasy. Is, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. If you only, if you only have one tab of acid. I think oh, I think that's one of the t- biggest. You take that at rage. One of the biggest like issues people have with these festivals is that like we were talking about before, like no one's really there for the music. It's just everyone's yeah. on drugs. But um, I mean, if that's what people are doing it for, then that's what they're I going mean, for, you know. You yeah. know, if I if I can share the stories about have that man. So the story I, when you brought that <laughs> up, dude, I was waiting for the bathrooms and this uh, Englishman. Sh- I'm waiting for my buddy, the one I went with, and this Englishman strikes up a conversation with me. He's like, "Oh, he's like, what do you got? What's your? Ca-? I had a camel back on. He's like, what do you got in there? He's like, oh, just for water. He's like, is that all you put in it? I was like, yeah. And then um, he's like, oh, you ever thought about putting anything else? I was like, you mean like Molly and shit? He's like, yeah, why not? And I started walking away. I turned my head for a second because I see I see my friend coming out, and I felt like someone like kind of trying to twist the cap on my thing. And I look back. It's the hell! I look at him. He's reaching for my bag. It's the hell are you doing, man? And he kind of just gives me this look and walks away. So I'm just like, what he was mouth- trying to dose your water. He was trying to dose my water, man. What the hell? And I was like, and you know, Caesar, you brought up a fair point. It's like it seems like most people just go to these shows to get high. <laughs> no offense to people who go like, just for the music like you me. to get you up. <laughs> <laughs> get to you out. Um, it's funny, man, because like, I had that same thought. It was this funny thought I had just looking at these people in their goofy outfits and like just drugged out. I was like, man, like these people are all weekend warriors. Like They're going to show these pictures to their coworkers when they go back to the office in their suits and ties, like having yeah. no idea like they're tripping sack. Yeah. And it just brings up this one story, dude. I'm walking, and... There's this guy that was barefoot. I was like, that's kind of funny, man. You got some balls to be barefoot at Coachella, dude. As we get closer, me and my buddy realize he's butt-ass fucking naked, and he's rolling his ass off on Molly. Oh, God. And his buddy's just looking at him like, dude, put your fucking clothes back on. Like, security's coming. Like, <laughs> he's just wandering around butt-ass naked, not knowing what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, that's the thing with Coachella. People are in this space <laughs> where it seems so open and so, like, inviting and so... You can just take whatever you want and and every, it'll be okay. But you until it goes some, yeah. until it goes bad, you know. Like yeah. poor guy probably woke up the next day after that blackout, realizing he's probably a sexual offender now for life, dude. Like yeah, yeah. Public yeah. indecency, man. That's the thing is you gotta moderation if you're gonna yeah. take drugs at Coachella. Do you think the guy who tried to dose your Camelback was high? Yeah, what were his intentions? I don't know. I think man. he was, and he was trying to share the I, love. I don't know if his intentions were um altruistic or were, sexual <laughs> <laughs> his, his, inten- his intentions were pure man he was just trying to spread love to you just i mean yeah. like I, pers- personally man like i'm <laughs> personally man like i'm not into like you know molly and ecstasy and all that so i mean I, if you want to share your drugs by all means but don't give it to someone who's not willing you yeah. know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't dose their water. That's creepy. Like, uh, yeah, that's crazy. man. I thought it was really weird. I was like, dude, I was like, what are you doing? He kind of just looks at me and runs away. I was like, the hell, man. You know, you know, oh, you can say it. The fact that he like tries to f- tried to force it on you kind of makes me think that he was high. You know, I'm thinking. I I, I guarantee he wasn't there completely. Th- th- these sort of environments are for sure like like a hunting ground for predators, though. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. A bunch of people are just phones, got yeah, drugs. Yeah. You just go around like. One of my friend's sister got her phone stolen last year. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's the environment, too. But it's just, like, the way I see it, like, you guys brought up an interesting perspective. It was, like, some people are there for the music, and some people just have it as, like, this safe space where, like, I have work five days a week. Where they like, go every year just for that whole... Just for that whole weekend, like, I can get high, and, like, there's no consequences until yeah. there are what's, consequences. Uh, I don't know if you guys know these stats, but what's, like, the international participation... Because from that perspective, I kind of feel like I'm missing out on something that the whole world wishes um, was at their doorstep, you know? Yeah, people come from all over the world. Yeah. From Europe, from... Because now yeah. it, like, it kind of changes Celebrities go. Yeah. Celebrities go. It's, it's, uh, 
I met quite some, a big event. I met some guys from Canada um, at Fognal last year, and they actually went and just DM me. He said, like, you going to Coachella? So, you know, definitely, yeah, people flying in from Alberta yeah. to the show. So. Yeah, it's, it's something, it's kind of, especially in America, one of the, that's the that's the number one thing, you know, it's Coachella's, and it kind of kicks off. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of festivals in the summer, but this one's in, in late April and sort of kicks off the, the whole Yeah, Anthony, would, would you see this as like a milestone? Like, it's almost like some people have it as like part of the bucket list, like just go at least one year just to experience it. First, I'd say go to any music festival so you can have a comparison. Yeah. And then, and then go to this one and you'll see how well they can execute it. See, because for me, yeah. Coachella, my Coachella, now that I'm thinking it from an international perspective, is going to a, a Wacken Open Air. Oh yeah, the that's in Germany, right? Yeah, that one they have like some of my favorite metal bands. Like yeah. they have like it's a big ass festival. Like that's heavy, my Coachella heavy metal like, festival. If that was like in Riverside, I'd be like, damn, well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, there's like we have Ozfest. And that's pretty cool. I've been once. Yeah, they got Fuji Rock in Japan. Is it the same? So like, legit. is it the same? Have you guys seen pictures of like the Coachella setup? Like, is it? Excuse me, like same concept, like multiple stages. Like, yeah, is yeah. it just the music or is it like? Like Ramon got art. to enjoy most of of uh, when we went to Ozfest. Yeah, it's it's pretty much the same thing. It's just multiple stages. Um, the biggest bands play at the end of the day. Um, they'll play the main stage. The main stage is usually not open. Oh, actually, it is, but it's usually like really small bands, and the yeah. people watches them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. I uh, I I got tickets to go to Ozfest and Notfest, um, and. On Ozfest, the Ozfest day, I had an exam, so I had to go to class and then, you know, drive out. How to far was the drive? The Glen Helen Amphitheater, or something like that. Yeah. It's it's San not even that Glen. far. No, it was the San Manuel. Oh yeah, the yeah. San Manuel. Um, it's not that far. But they were not logistically prepared for it, or they were not prepared for the volume of people they got. Yeah. So I literally left my class like at two p.m., and I finally got. To where Ramon was in in the festival, like at 11 p.m., right? Jeez. Yeah, you got there really fucking late. Did you make it in time to see? I saw Black Sabbath, and that's it. Oh. Fuck and then man. that night, my plan was, you oh, know, to God. drive home and sleep, and then come back the next day because I don't want to camp or like pay for a hotel or anything. And then we didn't get to leave. Like the last, like Bla uh, Black Sabbath finished like at 12, right? Like Sabbath finished at 12, and yeah. we went to the parking lot. And we didn't get out of the parking lot till like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. 5 a.m., yeah. Damn. And so we got what's home like at 8 a.m. The, the, the whole event started like at, I want to say like 1 p.m. or some shit. Yeah. Might as well just slept in your park. I know, man. yeah, but but I was like, the next day, I, Knotfest was the day I cared about the most, too. Uh, I didn't go back because I didn't want to deal with that. I was, I was over it. Yeah, we were all over it. Yeah. How much did you guys spend on tickets? They were cheap. It's yeah, not. It's it was like sixty bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Two days. Yeah, for two days. Um. It's so it's definitely deal. no Coachella in terms of price. Yeah. But or um, it's it's our Coachella, you know. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Overall reactions, of festivals, they're cool when they're logistically sound. They're yeah. they're all right. I prefer um just regular concerts though. Yeah. yeah. I, agree. I I feel like maybe that's the high prices for some festivals because I mean like the festivals that are more expensive like for the most part they have logistics down yeah like I didn't have a hard time getting out I drove back the same night after Coachella ended last year and you know parking was I was in and out in like fifteen minutes yeah yeah and you know music keep music alive uh, you know with every everyone listen to podcasts now I was thinking what would it be like for like. A Coachella, but for podcasts. A podcast festival? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so. You get to see Joe Rogan live, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd, be, that'd be pretty cool, though, right? Just so. a bunch of live episodes throughout the day. Can you see Eddie Bravo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. and, and take Molly. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, like, thank you for listening to this podcast. We really enjoyed talking about... Uh, Coachella. Yeah, ex Space expect Force. consistency in 2020. We're going to be releasing uh, new episodes every week this year. Yeah. Going to try to keep our listeners happy. A week without the tapeworms. Can you call it a, a successful week? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you for listening. 
And here's the song. episode of the Tapeworms podcast and as always keep, keep it wormy, wormy.